Joining us, I was going to say in studio, but in hospital, is Kim and Hayden. Hello, Kim. How are you? Good. How are you? Fine, thank you. I asked a really dumb question off the air. I said, is this your first radio interview? Completely forgetting that your story is, has goes back quite a way. To 2007, yes. Wow. Tell us the story. So we don't have just one child that has used this service. We have three. Right. So back in 2007, we had an 18-month-old called Connor, who's here today behind us. Yep. And Connor um, was at the kitchen table eating breakfast, said he was all done, went to push, and the chair flipped. He was in a booster seat. chair was top-heavy, slammed his head on the back of the chair. He was crying. We picked him up, and he passed out. Wow. We called 911. The ambulance came and took him, brought him here to Solary, where they told us he had a cup of br- blood on his brain. They said, we're going to remove it, no problem. He went into surgery, he removed it, then he wouldn't wake up. We don't know why he was in the coma for four days, but on day four, he had a massive stroke and several seizures. So we actually gave him last rites on that day. Wow. And we, uh, we just waited to see what would happen. And he had a fire in his belly, there was no way he was leaving. And every day, it was minute by minute, uh, hour by hour, and he just got a little bit better each time. And uh, he's clearly here. He's had about eight brain surgeries through his life. He's just turned 18. Uh, and we have been here ever since that day in March. We'll talk about how you got through this in a minute. I'm always fascinated by the spirit of people and how they've got that fight. And clearly, he's, uh, he's a fighter. Correct. Just so, And the other two as well. Yes. So the story continues. Hayden is our middle child, but he didn't join Stollery to last. I was 32 weeks pregnant. Okay. My placenta burst. We had Keegan, who is now in grade 6, 11 years old. That was bad enough, so he came. He was 4 pounds. He was in the NIC unit. And here, lo and behold, the doctors come in and say, we have some bad news. He has four, uh, three holes in his heart. He needs open heart surgery. So I thought, oh boy, here we go into PICU a second time with the second child. While that was happening, uh, Hayden was at school and they phoned, said that they thought he had a concussion. He hit his head, but no one had seen it. Could I come and get him? Went and got him, brought him back to Stollery. And um, I could hear them talking in the hallway saying, I can't tell her. I just can't tell her. And I thought, this poor mom, like whoever they're going to tell, whatever they're going to tell to like, oh my goodness, and it was me. They came in and they said that uh, Hayden had caught new, numerous strep throats and uh, his blood sugar levels were at 65. He was in a diabetic coma and that they were taking him back up to ICU. Uh, so now a third time with a third child. And back then I said, I can't do it. I can't go in there a third time, a third child. Like, But we clearly did. The doctor said, we're doing this together. We're going in, Jason and I, and you were all going to hold your hand through this and get you through this. We clearly did it. And Hayden is here. They all are good. They're here today and can tell their stories. And Hayden, how you doing? Good. How about you? I'm doing great, thank you. But, you know, your story is an amazing story. So how tough was that on you? From as far as I remember back, it, it was difficult for me at the time where... Diabetes, yeah. Like, going low, it was, like, one of the worst feelings. Like, feeling weak, feel like you can do nothing. And, like, highs, I don't really feel much, but yet there's... Hey, everybody, we're back here at the Stollery. Sorry, we had a little bit of a technical glitch at our end, but 
just as Hayden was telling us his story, Hayden, do you remember where we were going with that? You, you were uh, talking about how tough it was yeah. to deal with everything. Yeah, like uh, having high. We've had a few technical glitches. We're back on track right now. I'm keeping Kim and Hayden with us because you guys are getting into your story a little bit. Hayden, I was asking you how you've dealt with everything since you've come through the story. Yeah. And I know it's a challenge for you, but you seem to be doing fine. Yeah, I managed to stay strong throughout most of it, if not the whole thing. And I, I, I don't, truly, I don't know how to survive. I think it's because of this hospital, which I was in for like most of my life, which really helped me. So eventually, I got managed to get back into school, managed to do my... I wasn't the smartest in elementary, but then near the end of grade five, um, I managed. Uh, I got celiac disease. Okay, Kim. Yes. You you're telling us your story. It's been three episodes here, but over over a period of time, I don't know how you and your husband have been able to do it. It's incredible. You just deal with it minute by minute, and what gets thrown at you, you kind of don't have a choice. So you just do what you can do, and. Roll with the punches, really. You you mentioned that you're a West End family, West Correct. End of, of Edmonton, and how you you know you you live your life and that kind of thing. You don't see a lot of people, but when you come back here, still a lot of there's still a connection here, is there not? Oh well, we're still here every Thursdays, right? And so it is like our family is here, and it's very important when you live here as long as we have lived here. Like even the janitors are very important to us. Uh, people that you know might not be the surgeons, but they make sure we have the perfect beds, the perfect chairs, you know, and when they they see us, they're truly happy to see us and and have our tears with us and our joys with us and celebrate with us on the good miles and on the bad ones. So, yes. Now, over the many years that, that you've been coming here to the story, if you even go back further, before the, the kids came along, sometimes parents never think they're ever going to need a place like this. But when it when when it comes to you, and it just does, in your particular case, three times, that's when you really understand the power and the impact of the story, correct? Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't, I don't know what we'd do if we would have had to travel, right. if we would have had to go to another province. It's extremely important. That morning, that Sunday morning that Connor got hurt, we were supposed to be puddle jumping. There was a huge puddle out. And how your life upside turns upside down within seconds. Right. And now you're you're here and you have people that are really, truly wanting to help you. When we talk about the story and, and while we're trying to continue to generate funds because equipment is expensive and, and we want to stay on the cutting edge of everything, this kind of thing, what would you say to people out there in terms of the staff, the equipment, the facility? What would you say to people out there? It's next to none. It is important and you never know when you'll need it. We didn't know we of Stollery before that day. So it's extremely important. We have the state of the art. We've never had to leave the hospital. All the tests, all the exams, they all happen within these four walls. Give us a quick update on everybody. Everyone. Well, Connor has just turned 18. Yes. He graduated from grade 12 from FX. Uh, he is stable and doing really well. Okay. Um, Hayden is in grade 10 with Connor this year. He is about to turn 16. He's stable. He has a machine on him called the Dexcom that monitors his his diabetes because through the night I'd have to get up every two hours like I had a newborn. Right. But now with this machine, I only have to get up once through the night to make sure that he's his levels are above the four that he needs to be. Isn't that an amazing piece of equipment? Oh, it's amazing. Right. It's worth every dime. Okay. And Keegan, who's not here today, but he is the one with the three holes. He was repaired. So he was repaired at four months. 
um, they put pig skin in when they take your heart out and they patch it and his uh, his patch ripped so we have a tear but right now he's stable he's good okay. he's 11 years old there's some cartilage over it right now the staff here the cardiologists are very optimistic that we won't have to have surgery again with Keegan but they're all doing their thing they all get along really well which is really great yes if it wasn't for here I don't know what we'd do hey uh, before and this you know like I said everything's going in a positive direction which is great and they do great work here but there's one thing Hayden I'm, I'm kind of leaning over the front of the table to ask you yeah so you're like the only non-hockey fan between the brothers y- yeah what, what happened there uh, it just never really enticed me. <laughs> we tried. Well, listen, you do what you can, right? That's right. Yeah. Hey, well, Kim, Hayden, thanks for coming by this afternoon. Sorry we got a little interrupted in everything. Your story is an amazing story. It also speaks volumes about the kind of work that they do here. So thanks for coming by today, okay? Well, thank you for having uh, us. Thank you. Big thumbs up. And keep working on that hockey thing, Hayden, okay? Keep, <laughs> I don't know. Keep plugging away at it. Well, do you have a favorite sport? Nope. Yes, curling. He's uh, a yeah, curler. Yeah, oh, no, curling. curling. Yeah, Curling's year. a fun sport. Yeah. I curled as a kid, too, <laughs> back in the day. Okay, well, listen, guys, thanks very much for coming by. Thank you yeah. for Appreciate having it. us. Appreciate it.